Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920. In this segment, we're continuing our discussion of things that you should know about Greater Atlanta. We're featuring the Computer Museum of America. Who would have thought under any circumstances that that would be right here in Metro Atlanta? But before we get into that... Let me remind you, if you want to connect with us, it is easy. Just go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You make comments. You can push back or challenge things we say. You can share ideas. You can write to us and say, hey, you've also got the Computer Museum of America right here in Roswell. And who knows, you might wind up on the radio show if you do that. You can also request that we do some additional research on your neighborhood to help people in the neighborhood understand whether or not they have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We have two special guests today. We have Rena Youngblood, who is the executive director of the Computer Museum of America that I didn't even know was here in Atlanta. And we have her husband and the instigator, I might add, of this segment, who is an avid radio show listener, listens to us regularly, and he also handles their website. So welcome, Rena, and welcome, Steve. It's so great to have you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Good you for here. having us. So I've got to know, like, how did Metro Atlanta, specifically the city of Roswell, get a computing and technology museum? How did that happen? Um, well, it began with a, a founder who is a longtime resident of the Atlanta area um, who just loves technology, went to Fernbank Science Center as a youngster and took a programming class, fell in love, went to Georgia Tech electrical engineering degree, went into the family business of commercial real estate, but never lost his love and interest in technology. And so he purchased things and he collected things and then eventually began to think, what's my legacy? What am I going to do? And so he opened up a couple of pop-up museums, uh, history of Apple, history of PCs. And there were two questions that had to be asked. Do people understand our mission? And are people going to support this mission? Right. And the uh, answer was a resounding yes. And so they opened in the permanent location that we're in today on July 20th, uh, 2019. And I became their very first director uh, January 6, 2020. And I would assume uh, whether or not people support you, that, that means whether or not they actually show up and want to, I guess, pay a little admission fee or something and actually see the museum. Is that the support that you need? That, that, okay. is, that is true. We are a nonprofit. Okay. Um, we, we do have ways. We do. We partner with the Georgia Library System. So at your local library, if you've got a card, you can go check out an admission for four, and that is free into the museum. Oh, wow. Um, so it's a, it's a way for us to, to be as inclusive as we can. Uh, right now, um, admission for an adult is $15. So it's it's not too bad. Not bad and, at all. Uh, it takes about an hour and a half to two hours is what you can expect to spend. Now, where are you located in Roswell? I'm familiar with Roswell. Where are you located? We are located in the old Roswell Town Center Mall at Highway 9 and Holcomb Bridge. If you are aware of a miniature golf and Aurora Theater, we are right next door to that. So if I'm on Holcomb Bridge going toward Cobb County, I turn left. Is that correct? 
You will turn right turn on right. Lower Roswell okay. or right on Highway 9, either got way it. we're at the intersection. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. I was going the wrong way, so I would have turned the wrong way coming to see you, but I'm familiar with that area. I also uh, checked out your website really quickly. It's a great website, Steve. I have to give you kudos here. It's the computermuseumofamerica.org for those of you who might want to learn a little bit more information. And um, it's it's a uh, listen, I wanted to spend more time on the website because there's so much going on that I was... You just have to come see us. Yes. I de well, no, you can count on that. Next time my girlfriend Tammy's in town, I'll make sure that we come over and take a look at the museum, we would absolutely love to see it. So what are uh, the types of exhibits that you might have? Like, what can people expect to see if they come to the museum? Oh, oh, this is one of my favorite questions. Um, often we have a couple walk in and we hear, oh, I'm here because he's the tech. I'm here because she's the techie. And uh, those are my favorite people to talk to at the end. Yeah because I want to make sure that this is something that, that all folks love. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and usually it, it definitely is. So you come in and it's, first of all, 34,000 square feet of exhibit space. Wow. Um, and then in addition to that, there's probably 15 to 18,000 more square feet in um, special event spaces. Okay. So 34,000 square feet. We have a few of what I call the Mona Lisa pieces. Um, so we have an Apple One. Okay. And we have an Enigma. Might be the only Enigma, you know, to the public in the Southeast. I'm not positive, but I think so. Wow. Um, now, have, I, don't know um, what, I don't know what an Enigma is. I thought that was how we uh, deciphered um, the Japanese code. You know exactly what it is. What is that? World oh, War German II. Code. For real. And if you if you watched uh, the imitation game with Benedict Cumberbatch, he led the team that yep. broke the code and led to our war ending about two years earlier than it would have. Okay, I'm gonna and have so to. I'm gonna have to. A, I'm gonna have to cut this segment uh, short because I've got to leave to drive to the museum. Now I gotta come <laughs> over there and see that thing. I, I thought. Like, I was thought, trying to talk fast. No, no, I thought maybe it was a, a a product that was earlier than the Apple One. I didn't have any idea what you were talking about, but you were talking about what I thought you were. And that is, that is fascinating. And I'm sorry, Rena, I've interrupted you. Finish your... No, no, that's okay. okay. That's how we, that's what we want. We want people to be excited. So we also have uh, some Cray ones. I was not familiar with this coming in, but these were some of the first supercomputers. Uh, so there's a segment of our population who really understand that history. And we want everyone to understand that history. And then the one that surprises a lot of people is we have a tribute to Apollo, and it's really become a, a greater space exhibit, computing and technology of space. And so in there, we have an Apollo guidance computer, and that is, there are probably less than 12 remaining in private and museum collections wow. in the world. Uh, so that's kind of another Mona Lisa piece. And then we have a lot of original art throughout because we take that A and STEAM very seriously. Uh, so we have some original pieces that we've had commissioned. We have an original um, um, Andy Warhol in the space area. kind of looks like the oh, MTV wow. yeah. um, guy. Yeah. Um, so we've really worked hard at the presentation, you know, like a chef. You can have great food, but when you work on that presentation, that story, you just add to the experience. So is all of the art you have technology-oriented? I would assume so. We we oh, do, oh, okay. and most of it is not out. What we actually have out for view of the art and technology is probably less than 2% of what we have. Love it. So we know what Rena's favorite parts of the museum are. Steve, 
single most favorite exhibit in the museum? It's it's my favorite because it's the favorite of the people I see come in. They have video game machines that are the first. They have the Motorola Odyssey. Ooh. They have an Atari twenty six hundred. Okay. And for a lot of a lot of kids have heard of it, but a lot of grown ups who still have kid in them see that and they melt. So and my so, my question for you is on the Atari, and I believe this was the Atari. Is that the is that the game console that had the that game name? game called mm-hmm. Pong Pong P O N G? Yes. That yes. was my we favorite actually, We actually game. have an upright Pong, like a large one that would have been in an arcade. I had never seen one of those before. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And stuff. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing that I do like. I like where there are things that have stories that relate back to Georgia. There is a MITS Altair 8800, and MITS was a company based in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the founder, a gentleman named Ed Roberts, who is Georgia background guy, uh, founded this company out in Albuquerque. He called his buddy Paul Allen out in Seattle to figure out who he could get to write a, a basic compiler oh. for his new machine in 1975. Okay. Paul Allen called his high school buddy who had just started Harvard and said, you got to come down here. We're going to form a company and create a compiler for this, this computer. That guy that left Harvard was Bill Gates. Um, and they built the compiler for the MITS Altair 8800. Uh, of course, Microsoft was uh, incorporated in Albuquerque, later moved to Seattle. Um, they built compilers for IBM's mainframe, and by being associated with IBM, they were there when the call came for, built, for finding an operating system for the PC. In the meantime, Ed Roberts sold his company, moved to Georgia, got an MD, and became a country doctor. So it's interesting how uh, one of the most iconic people in the world in computing had a connection with someone who had this Georgia background, and uh, and it all came. And so there are great stories. Uh, the Xerox Alto, the first the first graphical user interface. There's a Xerox Alto in there. That's where Steve Jobs stole the look and feel of the first Mac. Wow! And believe it or not, there was a something that looked like a Mac in 1973. So. This really lets kids feel like, wow, it looks modern, but wow, it came out a long time ago. So I feel these things are my favorites, but those game those game consoles, to me, they, they, they really do melt the heart when you see people go, oh, I had one of those. You know what's interesting is I've listened to you talk, um, um, things in my memory that I have heard before. Like, for example, I had heard Steve Jobs and that, that, that it came from Xerox, and, 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 I, and I think I'm saying that correctly. But it's fascinating. I've got to come over there and see these things to kind of make the memories wake up, if you will, and I am absolutely fascinated by that. We've got about a minute and left, about a minute and a half left in this segment. And if you guys don't mind, I'd love to invite you to stay with me for uh, either part or all of the third segment because we're going to want to continue this conversation just a little bit. There's a couple other things I'd like to get your feedback on. My question for you, Rena, we're big about doing events for our team, for our company. Is it possible for us to do something like that at the event, have a little party or something like that? Absolutely. We we have um, we have a ballroom that seated the state of the city, the state of Roswell, uh, 450 people. That's a large space, 10,000 wow. square feet. Okay. But we also have two classrooms. We have the actual museum. We have some other reception areas. So... Um, yeah, we have a lot of areas for 10 to 500. <laughs> that is fantastic. And is the best way p- for people to find out more about the museum just to go to the commu- computermuseumofamerica.org? 
org. It's, it's a long URL, but it's easy to remember. Yeah. So it is computermuseumofamerica.org. We're open Thursday through Sunday. But if you have a special event, you've got a, a you know a team of people coming out. Uh, we we are happy to work with folks. We're we're pretty uh, we're pretty agile that way. Oh, that's so exciting! We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about the computer computer. Easy for me to say the Computer Museum of America, and we're also going to talk about ring doorbells, talking about technology and in-home cameras, and how they're changing the entire landscape of real estate. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 